Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You are locked on Mississippi State. Your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, y'all State Nation? Welcome to Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It was an eventful weekend for Mississippi State, a uh, very close call for Mississippi State basketball, both teams actually. So we're going to talk about that on today's show, going to talk a little bit more about the college football playoff national championship that's being played tonight between Alabama and Ohio State. It's going to be a fun game, that's for sure, and we're looking forward to talking about that coming up in segment number three. If you'd like to connect with Locked On Mississippi State, you can do so on Twitter and or Instagram. Uh, the handle is at Locked On Miss State, Locked On M I S S S T. You can also send us an email, Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. We look forward to interacting with you and having you be a part of the show. Before we go any further talking about uh, Mississippi State basketball's two wins over the weekend, uh, I do just want to say stay safe out there. Uh, some snow coming into Starkville this morning. Uh, should warm up to around 40, 41 degrees around noon today. But as you're uh, listening to this, if you're listening to this in the morning time, uh, probably going to be some snow on the ground in Starkville. So uh, uh, be safe out there. Those that are listening around the state of Mississippi, around the Starkville area, those that are in the uh, Alabama portion of uh, that snow line, uh, be safe today. Be careful going to work. Uh, if you don't have to go to work today, if you don't have to go to class, then uh, enjoy your day in the snow, what little bit of it you have before it melts away, but just uh, be safe out there. Mississippi State, both of their basketball teams getting big wins over the weekend. Mississippi State men defeated Vanderbilt to open the weekend, 84-81, to and Mississippi State women's basketball has now won two games in a row when they defeated uh, Mississippi or Ole Miss yesterday by a score of 62-56. Both games uh, coming down to the very end. Uh, it was a nail-biter, but uh, Mississippi State prevailing in both of those games. Here in segment number one, we'll talk about the uh, first game of the weekend. It was Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. The men moving to 8-4 and four on the year, 3-1 and one in SEC play. Their lone loss now to uh, Kentucky. Vanderbilt, who put up a really good fight. They've had a really good week, actually. They put up a really good fight against Kentucky on the road and uh, fell to Mississippi State in the uh, waning seconds uh, on uh, Saturday. So they had a pretty good week, even though they went 0-2, a lot of fight out of that team. But as we mentioned, State now 3-1 and in the conference, their lone loss being to Kentucky. And the more that the SEC goes on with their schedule the better that loss looks because Kentucky coming into the Mississippi State game, they were 1-6. But since then, they are now 3-0 uh, and in the SEC. 
and they got a big win over Florida on a Saturday, 76 to 58. So, uh, Kentucky keep winning. Yeah. That, uh, makes us uh, continue to look good, especially, uh, when it comes to, uh, the NCAA tournament time and looking at those key wins and losses, uh, and, and they only lost to Kentucky in overtime, so it wasn't like they got blown out by the Wildcats either. So, uh, Kentucky, keep doing your thing, guys. Uh, taking a look at what happened in the game, it was a, a tight game throughout. It was a one-point lead at halftime, and they only outscored Vanderbilt by two points in the second half and route to win by three, 84-81. Four players reached double digits in the game. Iverson Molinar had 24 points and eight rebounds. That was his career high in both points and boards. It's now his, uh, he's, he's scored 20-plus points in the last uh, three of four games, and he has five 20-plus point games since coming back the third game of the year against North Texas. He had scored 20-plus points in five of those games. Tolu Smith had a pretty good coming-out party in the SEC. Uh, we you know talked about how great of a season he had coming into uh, the SEC, but that point average had dropped down to 12 points a game because he had yet to score over 10 points. He got over 10 points, nearly had 20 points in the game against uh, Vanderbilt. Had uh, 18.7 rebounds. It was his highest point output in the SEC this year. It was his highest point total since scoring 19 versus Jackson State back in uh, December. DJ Stewart again, another great night. 16 points, 3 rebounds. Abdul Adu having a great night, 8 points. It was his second highest output this season. His highest was a 14-point game against Liberty. Jalen Johnson, a guy that's getting a lot of traction, a lot of discussion here on Locked On Mississippi State. 10 points in the game. He has scored 10-plus points in five of his last six games. So congratulations to Jalen Johnson on having a fantastic night. Again, Iverson Molinar with 24, Tolo Smith with 18, DJ with 16, JJ with 10, and Adul Adu with 8 points. Uh, the uh, the big thing that, that uh, stood out to me, and it really came, a majority of them came from one player for Vanderbilt, but uh, Mississippi State didn't play as many players as they normally do. They only stuck with eight. Um, but the uh, bench only scored eight points. So outside of those five that we just mentioned, uh, the three remaining players that played in the game only total eight points, and they were outscored by Vanderbilt 24-8 uh, to eight in the bench category. But a majority of those uh, coming from one player for Vanderbilt, that was a guy that we um, – we didn't think, uh, or we thought was going to start, uh, but he didn't get the start. It was Trey Thomas. Trey Thomas had 17 points, and he had 21 minutes off the bench, so a little over halfway for uh, Trey Thomas. Taking a look at what Vanderbilt did on the scoreboard, Scotty Pippen Jr. had 18 points and 12 assists. Trey Thomas, as we mentioned, at 21 minutes off the bench, had 17 points. Dylan Dishu had 16 points, and D.J. Harvey had 13 and uh, as we mentioned, uh, Trey Thomas, uh, 17 of the 24 bench points that uh, Vanderbilt had in the game. One of the things that we did talk about that I wanted to uh, look back at the box score and uh, just see how it all uh, came together, we talked about the three ball. Not that Vanderbilt was a great three ball shooting team, but they took a lot of shots, and they did exactly that in the game against uh, Mississippi State. They shot 45% from uh, beyond the three-point line. But uh, when you look back at the four guys that uh, were the leading scorers for the Commodores, Trey Thomas, DJ Harvey, Scottie Pippen Jr., and Dylan Deshue, they shot 13 of 26. So you look at 15 of 33 for the entire team. Those four guys, Scottie Pippen Jr., Trey Thomas, 
Dylan Dishue, and DJ Harvey, 13 of 26 from uh, beyond the arc. And that was something that we did talk about, that they did shoot a lot of three balls. They didn't really connect on a lot of them. Neither one of them really had an outstanding percentage. I think the highest one uh, belonged to uh, Trey Thomas, and he, uh, I think he was just shooting under under four, maybe a, a, a maybe like just under forty percent uh, from the three ball line. So that's uh, yeah, the, the three ball really helped there uh, for Vanderbilt or helped us against Vanderbilt really. Uh, taking a look at some other SEC scores from Saturday, Alabama defeated Auburn ninety four to ninety. Big news for Auburn there is Sharif Cooper, a uh, player that had been looked at for uh, NCAA violations. They figured out that he did no wrong. Uh, a lot of the issue there coming from his dad, I believe, who was an NBA agent. And uh, they just wanted to make sure that he didn't have any uh, improper, illegal contact with uh, the NBA prior to his time at Auburn University. Tennessee got a big win over Texas A&M, 68-54. Arkansas blew out Georgia. Georgia looking to get their first SEC win. They're not going to do it here as they move to 0-3 in the league. They fell to Arkansas 99-69. to Kentucky, as we mentioned, now 3-0 in the SEC. They've upped their record to 4-6. They defeated 5-3 Florida, 76-58. And LSU defeated Ole Miss, 75-61. Coming up next for the Mississippi State Bulldogs, they will take on Texas A&M this Wednesday at 8 o'clock on the SEC Network. That game will be played at Humphrey Coliseum. As we mentioned, Tennessee on the road getting a win over the Aggies, 68-54 on Saturday. Texas A&M coming into the game at 6-4, 1-3 in SEC play. We're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll talk about women's basketball and their big win over Ole Miss. And just like the men's game over Vanderbilt, it was not a very easy thing to uh, get. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. How many of you guys watched the Super Wild Card round this weekend in the NFL? How many of you went to betonline.ag before those games and ended up getting a pretty big payday? Well, if so, head on back to betonline.ag because the lines of this weekend's playoff games are already out. Taking a look at what we see so far coming up on Saturday, the Green Bay Packers are seven-point favorites over the L.A. Rams, and the Buffalo Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Baltimore Ravens. Coming up on Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs are very early ten-point favorites. That's the highest spread in the NFL playoffs this weekend, a 10-point spread over the Cleveland Browns. And the New Orleans Saints are three points favored over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So head on over to betonline.ag right now. Find some games to bet on, whether it be the NFL, the NBA. Heck, you can bet on just about anything over betonline.ag. And the cool thing is, is if you're looking to start your account on betonline.ag, Use the promo code Locked On and you will get a 50% welcome bonus. Again, sign up for that free account today at BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Betting on the NFL playoffs doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Mississippi State. We talked about in uh, segment number one, Mississippi State men's win on Saturday over Vanderbilt. Their next game coming up on Wednesday at 8 o'clock against the Texas A&M Aggies. And of course, as always, Locked On Mississippi State is your daily podcast dedicated to Mississippi State Bulldog basketball. So be sure to check in with us every day this week as we give you the latest updates surrounding Mississippi State men's basketball. So we're going to turn things over now to Mississippi State women's basketball. They have now won two games in a row after they defeated Ole Miss 60-56. to They've won two games in a row since falling in overtime to Kentucky on January the 3rd. They also defeated Florida on Thursday 68-56. to And uh, Ole Miss coming in riding pretty high. They defeated Auburn on Thursday 62-58. That was their first SEC win since February the 19th of 2019. So in uh, the last decade, uh, that was the last time that Ole Miss had won a game within the SEC. And they had hoped to get their second SEC win in two seasons by traveling to Starkville on Sunday, but their effort came up short 60-56, to and that extended Mississippi State's winning streak to 14 games. Mississippi State has now defeated Ole Miss in 20 of their last 22 meetings. And uh, it, uh, it didn't come easy, guys. It, uh, it really didn't. Uh, taking a look at just the, uh, the the big notes and the big takeaways from the game, uh, they were tied at 12 at the end of the first quarter. They had a four-point lead at halftime, but they got that lead up to 12 heading into the fourth quarter, and they had a 10-point lead with 6.42 to go in the game, but Ole Miss went on to outscore Mississippi State 8-4 to the rest of the way, but that was still uh, not enough as they fell 60-56 to to Mississippi State. Mississippi State, they had a 58-56 lead with a minute left, and then a personal foul by Ole Miss's Tyra Douglas sent Maya Taylor to the free throw line, and uh, she hit both of those, and those shots coming as time expired. And Mississippi State held on to win 60-56. So up until that point, Ole Miss was in this basketball game. I thought we had uh, gotten away from there at the... Uh, at the end of the third quarter with State up by 12, but uh, Ole Miss, they continued to have that fight, and that was something that the uh, SEC Network broadcast brought up, not just about Ole Miss, but just about the conference as a whole, is that a lot of these teams that you don't really think of as being powers in the SEC, Ole Miss, you know, having uh, twenty at least 20 games in a row where they didn't win an SEC game, Alabama's a, a team that's not uh, known, especially lately, of uh, being a powerhouse. Uh, they Both of those teams have improved a lot. Georgia's on fire. Mississippi State's playing well. Um, Texas A&M, again, is playing well. They got a big win over Arkansas last night. So, uh, yeah, the SEC women's basketball as a whole is getting much better. It's going to be a lot uh, – uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, exciting times watching uh, bas- women's basketball in the SEC this upcoming year. Jessica Carter had 19 points and 9 rebounds. That's her second highest point total in SEC play. She was run, one rebound away 
from her third straight double-double. Alaya Matharu had 16 points with four assists. That's her second-highest point total in SEC play. It matches her season high in assists. Maya Taylor, the Bulldog, that went to the free-throw line as time expired to ultimately pull away from Ole Miss 60-56. She uh, had 10 points and 8 assists. That's her highest SEC point total. That's her first 10-plus point basketball game since uh, 12-19 against Southern. And Rakia Jackson, it's only the second game this year that she's failed to reach at least 10-plus points on the stat sheet, but she had 9 points and 5 rebounds. So that is the uh, stat line for Mississippi State's win over Ole Miss. Uh, Some other SEC scores from Sunday. Georgia defeated Florida 68-58. Tennessee over LSU 64-63. Alabama defeated Bandy 80-56. A game that I was looking forward to seeing this weekend. Number 8, Texas A&M defeated number 13, Arkansas 74-73. That game was about as entertaining as we thought it was going to be, 74-73. And then number 5, South Carolina defeated number 10, Kentucky by 5, 75-70. Coming up for Mississippi State women's basketball, next game will be Thursday against Alabama. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock p.m., and you can watch that game on SEC Network Plus. That's the uh, digital channel for uh, the SEC Network, so the only way that you could watch that is watching it on your laptop or watching it on your phone. Uh, so go f- uh, when you sign into the ESPN app, find your uh, cable or satellite provider, use your sign-in information, you can watch the game on Thursday, but if not, you can listen to the game on the Mississippi State Radio Network. Uh, Tip-off coming at 7 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be a pretty good game as uh, we ran down the SEC scores there a second ago. Alabama defeating Vanderbilt 80-56 to last night. So both teams will be coming in with uh, wins uh, heading into the game on Thursday. One more segment coming up, and we're going to be talking about the college football playoff national championship game as Alabama getting ready to take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, I feel like it's going to be a pretty good game. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we return. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's a brand new week, so be sure to start off with the best tasting protein bar ever. That's Built Bar. I'm grabbing one as soon as I head out for the office today. And uh, it's great for you, especially if you're looking for that high protein and high fiber, but also trying to keep a low calorie, low sugar food. That is Built Bar. And if you don't believe me, check out this flavor profile on peanut butter. I actually tried the peanut butter over the weekend. Think it's fantastic, and I think that you will like it as well. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. And that's not all, though. You look at the cookies and cream, which is my personal favorite. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. It is perfect for you. 
There's 18 amazing flavors to choose from, including the 12 OG flavors, double chocolate, orange, chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. They've unleashed six new flavors very recently, including my favorite, the cookies and cream, the cherry barcia, the carrot cake, and the apple almond crisp. That's just a handful of the delicious flavors that you'll get when you go to BuiltBar.com. When you go to BuiltBar.com, find the flavors that you like. And when you check out, be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get 20% off your next order. Hey, who doesn't love a good deal? Again, for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Segment number three of today's show coming at you. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. We talked about in segment number one about Mississippi State men getting a big win over Vanderbilt. And uh, yesterday, Ole Miss falling to Mississippi State women's basketball, which is always great when the school from up north uh, falls to us. And uh, both of those games, very hard to win, but they uh, ultimately came out and got a win. So now the uh, big headline tonight is uh, the college football playoff national championship game. We've got a couple minutes left, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, that game between Alabama and Ohio State. We talked about our friends at betonline.ag earlier in the show, and if you want to uh, head over there and uh, make your bets before the uh, game tonight, uh, Alabama and Ohio State. Currently, the spread is Alabama an 8.5-point favorite with the over-under being 110 points. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a... uh, a very interesting game, I think. I think Ohio State is a team that not many people thought would be in this situation. They came in only playing six games, but had a really good game against Clemson, kind of shocking them and, quite frankly, shocking America, really, because I don't think a lot of people thought Ohio State was going to be prepared enough for that game only because they had only played six games as opposed to Clemson and Alabama, who had played at least uh, ten games. So... Um, yeah, going to be a fun game. We'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, yesterday, did any of you guys watch the Saints game? Uh, they took on the Bears, got the win over the Bears, and they've now moved on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. But did any of you guys have a chance to watch it on Nickelodeon? Um, I wasn't originally going to, but I wanted to see exactly what it was like, what the hype was about, and uh, listening to some of the commentary of the game. Great commentary, by the way. Um, I felt like it... Uh, was was really good on a kid level. It was good at uh, explaining a lot of things. I think one of my uh, favorite comparisons was talking about uh, how good of friends that Drew Brees and Taysom Hill are. They compared them to SpongeBob and Patrick. I thought that was a, a pretty cool touch. Every time the Saints scored a touchdown, they shot slime everywhere. I thought it was pretty cool. Kind of gives you that uh, nostalgia factor of growing up in uh, the Nickelodeon age of shows where uh, all that was a thing, uh, Global Guts. Uh, Nickelodeon games and sports. Hey Arnold, um, I, I I was about eight or nine when SpongeBob came out, so I watched that a little bit growing up. Uh, but the one thing that I wanted to put out to our friends that host other Locked On podcasts um, was if you were broadcasting the game on Nickelodeon tomorrow, and of course talking about the uh, Alabama Ohio State College Football National Championship game. If you were broadcasting the game for Nickelodeon, how would you describe Alabama 
how would you describe Ohio State? Because that was one of the big things that they talked about on the Nickelodeon broadcast uh, the other day was, uh, okay, the New Orleans Saints, this is kind of what their season is like. This is what the Chicago Bears season is like, who's, who uh, this player is like, and all that. So I, I sent out that question to a handful of other hosts, and one of the responses I got came from our uh, friend Cole Thompson. We've had him on the show before. He's the host of Locked On Aggies. And his response was uh, describing Nick Saban. Nick Saban is like the Flying Dutchman. He steals the souls of everyone on his way to eternal power. So that's that's pretty good. And then my favorite, and I'm going to go ahead and give you a plug for him as well, Chris Gordy, the host of Locked On SEC. After you listen to this uh, show today, head on over to him, and then after him, listen to Locked On Bets. That way you've got all the information about the college football playoff national championship game that you need heading into tonight's game, and it's all coming from the Locked On Podcast Network. But his response was to describe Alabama. They're like Aladdin. They have a million wishes and always get whatever they want. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Then he described Ohio State. Ohio State is like Cinderella. They don't belong at the ball. But a fairy godmother got them in. Of course, you can't help but think that the uh, Big Ten, who uh, tweaked the rules a little bit, even uh, cheated some of their own teams out. Indiana played more games than Ohio State. That was the only blemish on their record. They should have gone to the uh, Big Ten championship game. But Ohio State, you know, you figured you give them an extra edge, if you will, they get into the college football uh, playoffs, which they did. So uh, it all ended up working in their favor. But, you know, for, with Chris Gordy said, they are not they don't belong there. But they got in thanks to a fairy godmother who was the Big Ten commissioner. Uh, for Alabama and Ohio State, it's the first meeting since that uh, first college football playoff semifinal that was played back in 2015. It was from the 2014 season. Ohio State defeated Alabama 42-35. They were under the direction of backup quarterback Cardell Jones. He threw for 243 yards. Zeke Elliott was also still playing for uh, Ohio State. He ran for 230 yards and two touchdowns in the game. How lethal was this Bama offense? Uh, Pretty good. Probably not one of the best ones that they've ever had, but it was still pretty good. They had Derrick Henry, TJ Yeldon, Amari Cooper, Jostin Fowler, OJ Howard, and leading them at quarterback was Blake Sims. Ohio State went on to defeat Oregon that year, 42-20 in the first-ever college football playoff national championship game. Oregon had defeated Jameis Winston in Florida State the week before that in the Rose Bowl to reach the title game. But before that, Alabama had won three prior meetings versus Ohio State uh, prior to that 2015 college football playoff national semifinal game at uh, the Sugar Bowl. For Alabama, they are competing for their 18th title tonight. Now, were all of those real? I, I don't know. I wasn't around for a lot of them. But uh, the, the Alabama fans seem to think they have 18, so we're going to give them 18. Ohio State going for championship number nine tonight. will be their first since the 2014 season. Alabama last won theirs in 2017, which is hard to believe that it's been that long since Alabama won their title game, Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, the he was a freshman. He was the one that caught the second 26 pass from another freshman, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, he did a great job uh, leading the uh, Dolphins to the postseason this year. Devontae Smith, of course, winning the Heisman Trophy 
last week. Uh, so again, the college football playoff national championship coming up tonight, that game being played in Miami. We'll talk a little bit more about that game tomorrow, as well as, of course, the latest in Mississippi State Athletics news. In the meantime, you can follow us on social media. That's at Locked On Miss State, Locked On M I S S S T. You can also send us an email, Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. So have a great day, everyone. Again, I know it's there's uh, probably snow on the ground, uh, depending on what time you're listening to this. So stay safe and stay warm out there today. In the meantime, have a great day, everyone. Hell State, we'll talk again soon.